Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. There's no way that that start is going to be, you know, finally, because talk she wants to brag about itself. So today is uh, uh, August uh, 6th. It is uh, 3.30, a little after 3.30 in the afternoon, me and the shy girl, the undercover girl. I always call you like an agent, an espionage agent, because we ain't saying your name. <laughs> but, you know, you're you're not really shy, but, you know, it's a recording, so it's all good. So it's Tony and somebody you'll never figure out who it is. And uh, so we're going to start now. <laughs> so, okay, you talk about airports. Talk to me. Yeah, I'm just men or boys in general. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw that even my nephews who are like three years old, mm-hmm. they play with my sister, like their mom, and they are like playing with her hair. And... Mm-hmm. They get excited when she dresses up or when I dress up. They're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. You look so mm-hmm. beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is a kid. And he's looking at his mom or his aunt. But still, I could see the spark in their eyes when they see, like, a very well-dressed lady. Yes. That's I was surprised by that. Remember when I was talking about um, in uh, qualifying men, you know, the things that women bring to relationships? Uh-huh. Right? And beauty is one of them, right? Yeah, yeah. You just you just experienced that. Yeah. That's, that's what you saw. Yeah. yeah, that was so sweet, and it's amazing. Yes. And, 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 and you don't know it because you don't think that you, it, it don't make a difference to you. Not really. It just makes you feel yeah. safe and secure. That's about it, you know, like you fit mm-hmm. in. But, I, but other than that, it ain't that big a deal for you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but, oh, my God. They were, I don't know if it's boys or they were just being competitive. Um, mm-hmm. I was at the airport yesterday with my carry-on bag. And they are little, tiny, like three-year-old kids. Mm-hmm. And each of them is fighting to pull the carry-on bag. And I'm like, you are a little boy. You don't have to do that. But they don't listen. <laughs> because they do have to do that. You know why, too, right? They What? They do have to do that, and you do know why, right? Don't you know why? Because they want to be successful? Exactly. Hmm. In what? Like, I'm their aunt. I'm much older than they are. But but they're practicing. Yeah. They're in training to be a grown-up, just like a three-year-old girl would be playing with a doll sitting on her lap like she's a baby, rocking a baby. Uh-uh. It's the same thing. 
They play hard. They play full out. Mm-hmm. And then they say, okay, let's play another game. <laughs> Everything yeah, is serious, and at the same time, nothing is serious, you know? Yeah, that's exactly how they are doing. Like, they yep. are into video games, and they are already good at video games. They love solving puzzles. And as I'm watching them grow up, I'm like, this is perfect boy behavior. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing about them that's that you can't learn about grown men from. This is perfect. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I, uh, 14 years ago, I came up with the concept of called Humanities Owner's Manual. Mm-hmm. And that means, and so we don't, we're not born with an owner's manual. We are the owner's manual. But humanity has an owner's manual. They're called uh, three- to five-year-olds. Mm-hmm. To three-year-olds to five-year-olds, they operate exactly as intended and as designed. And then they get their heart crushed, and then they start changing. But before they have that yeah. moment, they are exactly as designed. <laughs> yeah, I'm slightly scared for them now. Now, because I'm a graduate and I'm an IR and I know this work, I'm like, okay, okay, are they still their pure self or something happened or what happened. I'm keeping an eye on that, but I can't help it. I don't live with them. Right. Here's what I learned. This has nothing to do with landmark, but here's what I learned. Because I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know if I told you I'm writing a book. Well, I had been writing a book. I I, I can't wait to get back to it. But uh, it's about personality types and about relationships. It's called The Joy of a Working Relationship. And the mm-hmm. reality of, of and the reality of halfway ever after, and um, it inspired me to create the book, the, the workshop halfway ever after, really because of what I learned from from writing this book. And so mm-hmm. each have there's so it turns out that humans have only twelve personality types, mm-hmm. and and you know we we have different. How do I? Excuse me. Oof. We have different um, expressions, different versions of those 12 personality types, but they're the same 12. And so what happens is, um, so that's part of it. But what also happens is um, because men can see what's going on, but maybe not necessarily know what to do about it, and women know what to do about stuff, but don't necessarily, can't necessarily see everything, women, y'all have a hard time understanding men and understanding people's feelings. That's why you want so much to know feelings and want to be connected to feelings because you don't really understand them that well. That's why you need to be around them. And when you don't understand them, it's like, I don't understand what happened. And that's like torture. In fact, that's a lot of what's going to happen on tonight's call, right? So, <laughs> so um, uh, it, you know, so when you listen to this call later, it'll be the teleseminar I'm doing called, you know, how, I wish I could stop overthinking, right? That's what I was just referring to. So um, what happens is when a baby or a child has that moment, that moment, if their, mm-hmm. father's a, if their father is around, he will notice that there's something different about their child and he will take care of their child. And they'll still have the moment, but it won't kill them. They'll actually heal from the moment, and later on they won't remember they had that moment. But if nobody takes care of them in that moment, that's, then they're stuck with, you know, that moment. And so, to give an example of what I mean, um, for me, the moment was Easter Sunday, I'm four years old, 
and we ride down the highway, and my hat flew out the window, but I had the best oh, yeah. in the world. Right? So you're about the story, right? Yeah, you're talking about yeah. But if my father knew that was what happened, he would have took care of me because he could feel others' feelings. This is why men don't worry about your feelings because we already know how you feel. <laughs> mm. I don't know if you ever noticed that. We, we can tell how you feel. We can tell when, you, when you're disgusted with us, when you're thrilled with us. We can tell. We can't do nothing about it. We try and fail a lot. You know, but so, so my daughter, who's 33, she had a moment when um, her mother came back to me after two years of breaking up. And we got back together, and mm-hmm. uh, Spirit, gave, Spirit gave me this one. So she was running, and I remember this incident, too. She was running, and she fell down trying to run back to me, four years old. And mm-hmm. she, she felt, I could see, she, like, looked embarrassed, or she was, like, crushed, but it was kind of weird or different, you know? Her mother didn't pay any attention to her. I picked her up, and and I, I in retrospect, when I was writing the book, you know, Spirit told me that that was her moment, and I saved her from her moment. Because in that moment, you need somebody to hold your hand, pay attention to you like like your life depended on it. And so I did mm-hmm. in that moment. So she's never had, you know, what is referred to as a blind spot. She's never been, like, you know, nasty, stuck, you know, now my, my younger daughter, she has been. You know, it's like, oh my God. And uh and I, mm. I know what her moment was too, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into that. Um but yeah, so um men can see what's going on. That don't mean they know what to do about it. Some of us get trained in doing how to do it, which is what they're trying to do. They're trying to learn how to make things happen since they can see what's happening and they know what they want to have happen. But if they can't Thing, do something, but they can see it, but they still can't do nothing about it. That's like a woman dating a rapist. It's the worst thing in the world. Mm. It's just, I, I don't know what's worse. I, I can't imagine what's worse. I mean, hell, we'd rather stand on the front lines and fight and die to save our friends than to fail. Yeah. We'd rather die saving somebody else, successfully saving somebody else, than to live as a failure. Yeah. I I agree with that. Uh, yeah. Somehow that has been my my motto since the past few years where something happened and I'm telling myself that to rather get playful out and go get what you want instead of living in regret. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that is in my head as well. I yeah. am a girl, but still, that's yeah. there in me. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, you in particular don't like failure, don't like things not working. You you just, when things ain't working, that's like the worst thing for you. <laughs> not, not every woman is like that, but I mean, it's true for you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why you're so careful about, you know, who to date and, you know, all of this stuff, because you ain't trying to make a no mistake, especially get stuck with a mistake. Trapped? Oh, hell no. Oh, man, we're not doing that. So I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So anyhow, anything else you want to say? Because, you know, I'm inviting you to continue looking at men the way you just did this couple, last couple of days forever. Mm-hmm. Forever. Because that's what I do. I watch women, you know. Okay. <laughs> I'll be watching women. I'll be like, oh, okay. Or, oh, wow, that was amazing. Or, she don't know. I yeah. 
What I also noticed at the airport was there were different kinds of men, like grown-ups. Mm. And, um, okay, so I noticed around three to four men last night. Mm. And one was at the convenience store, the Hudson Booksellers uh, store mm. you have at the airport. Mm. And I picked up a, a almond bar and... Suddenly he's like, hey, you need help with something or are you ready to check out? And I was like, okay, just watch out. Is he hitting on you? Or he had a smile on his face. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 8 or 9 p.m. where people are usually tired, but he was still making eye contact with me. He was smiling mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah, so <laughs> what are you thinking of me? <laughs> <laughs> and for a second, I was like, ah, he looks Indian. Is he Indian? Is he smiling because of that? Or then I looked at his name tag and he has a Spanish name. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> then he's not Indian and he's still looking at me, smiling. <laughs> then I did not ask for much help, like, tell me how to do this or do that. Mm-hmm. But I just prayed, and he asked, would you like a receipt? I said, yes, and that's it. And the other man I noticed was um, there was a guy sitting next to me in the plane, and I walked into my row. He looks at me, and he gave this kind of smile where, I get that a lot from people. They just uh, widen their lips or they do like this smile and then they turn their heads. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I was not even trying for that. Maybe I walk around like that, that people just do that. Men, women, everybody do that to me. Mm-hmm. The smiles you mm-hmm. turn their head? Uh, is that, is that not even turn their head. Uh, they just smile and... He said nothing. That's hmm. it. And it was an overnight flight, so he slept. Some um, some people mm-hmm. will smile at you, guys. They'll smile at you because they're really into you, and they know they can't do nothing about it. So they just have to. All they all they really have is is that they could, uh, you know, just appreciate your your uh, appearance. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll see a woman and I'll be like, man, I ain't got time. I don't know how this is going to work. I ain't much I can say, but uh, I'm checking her out anyhow. I don't want to give her the wrong impression, so I'll look and then I'll look away. But I'll be thinking to myself, if I could. <laughs> and then mm. and but since, I know, but since I know I can't, I'll leave it alone. You know what I mean? I won't waste my time, her time. And, you know, because I stand there staring at her more than two or three seconds. She's either going to be wondering why I ain't saying nothing or she's going to feel creepy. In either case, it ain't gonna work, you know what I mean? Mm. So I'll look and just keep it keep it moving, you know. Let you know, do my best to let her know, yo, <laughs> you what, whatever you got going on is working for me. But I won't necessarily say a whole lot about it because you know it's not a um, a whole lot of how can I say? Um, not a whole lot I could do about it. If there's nothing I can do about it, you know what I mean? Mm. 
Then who was the other person I was noticing? Ah, uh, probably the cab driver this morning. Okay. <sighs> he was, he was annoying because he almost hit the car ahead, and I was scared. And okay. I didn't say anything, and he was like, "Ma'am, are you okay? I'm really sorry. I'm sorry about that. I'm like." Okay, there is you who is driving the car and there is me and I got scared that if I make him angry further, he would run into one more car. So I usually say nothing in those situations. I'm like, okay, let this be. Just take me to my place, drop me there safe and we are done. So I was like that and he dropped me at my place he was making conversation in between but after he almost hit the car i was like not interested at all i was not replying i'm like oh, i'm tired i'm sleepy i don't want to talk to you then he dropped me at my place then he was like i'm sorry again sorry about that i'm like okay i get that now that you dropped me there is nothing between you and i Thank you. I left. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right. You're having a good old time, ain't you? What? You are having a good old time, ain't you? Yes. Yeah. yeah, you're having a great time looking, learning this stuff. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. And... Uh- one interaction, it was online. Uh, I'm messaging some guy online. I haven't met this guy yet. And they are exchanging information like, where are you from? Which school you went and everything. And I went to one of the top schools in India. Okay. So I told the name of my school to him and he goes like, damn. I'm like, yes. I get that from people. (laughs) (laughs) And I also heard you, I did not resist anything. I heard you that if a guy is feeling that he cannot be successful, then he won't. Yeah, he can't hang around. Right. Yeah, so uh, he told me the name of his school, and I said, I haven't heard of it. He was like, okay. Then that's it. After that, nothing since yesterday. I'm like, oh, okay. Let's you know see what? if he gonna... messages me again. Yeah, leave him alone. Let him come back when he's ready, because guys will if you let them. But if you... They they come back and then you get annoyed with them because they took too long. They will be like, "Oh, okay, I see that uh, I can't trust you. I'm never going to relax, so I, I forget about it." You know, one of the hardest things for a man to deal with is um, to deal with an impatient woman. It is like murder mm. because you know she's. It, it, imagine trying to calm down or overtalk an infant who wants their diaper changed and wants a bottle. It ain't going to do it. That's what it's like for us. 
That's why I'd be like, mm, nah, you want to not, you want to manage your emotions. You got it. You know? like, mm. I mean, because what you gonna do to what you gonna tell the baby? Stop crying. What you understand? <laughs> I don't need to hear that. You just like talking to talking to y'all around that is same thing. You know, it's like <laughs> it's kind of straighten out a baby. We we, we can't do it. Yeah. And yeah, so I just left it like that and we are nothing. We just met. We haven't even met in person. We are just getting to know each other. So there is nothing between. Hmm. Got it. Wait a minute. Say that again. I thought I had that. Heard that. Uh, I said we met online, but haven't met in person, and there is nothing between us. We are just people trying to know each other. Got it. Okay. Um, all right. You'll, you'll, so when you plan on doing something about it, or, or do you not? Uh, can you repeat that? I said, uh, should we, you know, you went, when do you plan on reaching out to him or talking to him? I know you, you waited for him to come call you back. Let me make sure. Let me make sure I understand. You're waiting for him to call you back, right? You're not going to do anything until he contacts you, right? Is that accurate? Call or text or whatever. Right. Reaches out to you. Right. Exactly. So um, you're not going to do anything until then. But do you want to go out with this guy, or you don't know if you really do or not, and you're waiting to let him enroll you? Which one is it? I'm not keen on going out with this guy. Um, okay. Uh, I'm just doing it because I want to be out there to know people. Gotcha. And, yeah, you came to my mind when you said he could be your friend. I'm like, okay. He could be yeah, my friend. True that. Totally true. Yeah, huh. may not be my boyfriend or nothing, but could still be a friend. Mhm. Yes. True about that. Yes. Okay. Good. All right. So. Um, I have to tell you that you've been doing um, amazing work, and um, I, and I still want to go out to 14th Street with you <laughs> and watch the guys and the girls. Together. Oh yeah, I, sure. I still want to do that. I don't know when we're gonna do that, but we could do this like, you know, before we go to uh, our session, seminar session. Uh, I don't know what your time schedule is, but. Uh, you know, we should do that. I think it would be awesome because <laughs> you're um, getting really skillful. I mean, granted, you know, we've been working, I don't know, like going on six months now, right? When we started, February or something? February, mm-hmm. March, whatever it was. So, uh, 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 all right. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll make that happen. We're going to step into the next stage, though, because you're, you know, you're rocking it, but we're going to step into the next stage. So, um, stage four is relatedness. I think this will be easier for you to get than the first ones because it was, you know, really, really challenging for you. Uh, 
relatedness. I mean, uh, uh, breaking the ice, which is good. I mean, but just, just. Uh, oh man, this. Uh, uh, sorry, I just got distracted. Somebody just hit me with a text, and uh, they they asking me how much I charge, and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta talk to them later. <laughs> In fact, let me text this in so I can just shut this down. I'm like, I shouldn't even be looking at it, but uh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay. Uh, Apply and then I'm gonna close the screen here, man. I don't even want to look at it anymore. Sorry, my bad. You know, one of the um, just to say this real quick before I switch off is that uh, one of the things that Facebook is, has does is that they're trying to create metrics and performance measures and all of this stuff, right? Because they're very, very scientific, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the things is that they want you to be able to be one of their best customers for their customers. So on a fan page, if a company that's able to uh, respond to messages quickly will get a very uh, uh, responsive button. Like they get acknowledged for being very, very responsive. So that that means 100% of you, you respond to 100% of messages in five minutes or less. And I realize I can't keep that up, but it's still sometimes I get triggered by it. So that's kind of what just happened. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm hanging my head in shame, smacking my wrist. And uh, now I'm complete. Thank you. Uh, so I'm all yours now. Okay, great. So stage four, relatedness. We sat around. We thought about, you know, what's the, um, what do we want to do, which is preparation. You know, we set our goals out, you know, all of that stuff, right? There we go, prospecting, which, by the way, you were studying very intently with the boys and with this and that, studying prospecting. That was awesome. Um, you know, you looked at, you know, breaking the ice, what that could look like. You notice how guys kind of break the ice a little bit, kind of like that. That was awesome. And now we're going to see what happens after the after, after sentence number three, right? Because uh, 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 um, greeting is two sentences tops. Hi, hi. How you doing? Fine. Anything else <laughs> after that? It's part of relatedness, okay? And so now we're going to talk about relatedness. So first off, relatedness is pre-qualification. It's not qualifying yet. It's, quali- it's pre-qualified. So Make sense? Yeah, totally. Okay, great. Yeah. So um, in the relatedness stage, you have nothing at stake unless your hormones is raging. And even if it <laughs> is, don't worry about it. So uh, when... Let me see. So in relatedness, you're listening for possibility. You need to know that both you and the person that you're speaking to are pre-qualifying each other. Guys from pre-qualify, we don't go all the way in with the qualify. We just want to know if you like us or not, and then, you know, we'll be happy with that, you know, because that means probably sex. You know, you'll smile at us a lot and make us feel successful, and, you know, anything beyond that, we ain't really – thinking about it much, you know? <laughs> so unless a guy is like in marriage mode and there are guys that's been marriage mode. And I've been in marriage mode before. That's how I got married the first time. Uh, 
that's a whole other story. Yeah, I, I, I actually have, I don't remember telling anybody yet, but I'll I'll leave that for another time. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. In in the relatedness stage, you got to understand you have nothing to lose, so there's nothing to be nervous about because you're just talking. Mm. All you're doing is talking. Get it? I repeat that last sentence, and you are not here. I said all you're doing is talking. You're just having a conversation. Oh, okay. It, there's, there's nothing to it. You just, you know, exchanging words, getting to know each other. There's no attachment, no commitment. Well, there ain't none unless you put it there. But it's not inherently an attachment or a commitment. It's actually an opportunity to satisfy curiosity and to, and to make friends. But even before, even beyond that, it's like it's just it's empty and meaningless. It's kind of like chocolate vanilla chews. Yeah. You know, like, you won't even know if something's feasible until you talk for a little while. So don't worry about it because all you're doing is talking. You know, I'm stressing stressing it because I really want you to get that in the relatedness stage, all you do is just just talk. Like, I can't stress yeah. it anymore, but, like, you have to get out of everything out of your brain before you get to the point where we're just talking and really mean it. Because mm. otherwise, otherwise you'll start overanalyzing. What did he mean by that? What about this? <laughs> so, so if you can have it be as detached as talking to a uh, token booth clerk, you know, people in the subway that, that you know, hand out, to- well, they, they used to call them talkable, but, you know, train sub- subway station clerk or somebody behind a McDonald's counter, you know, you could just have it be that simple. You'd have a lot of fun. So now, um, when you're in a related stage, you're listening for some possibility. Here's some of the other things that happen, though. You don't have to – if you meet somebody that you're attracted to and you hit it off, here's some of the things that's going to happen in the relatedness stage. Um, what's going to happen in the relatedness stage is that you're, um, you're both going to be excited, entertained, and, and it's going to – even I have a magnetic sense of feeling to it. Because what's happening is – you're either just doing talking or you're getting turned on. Mm. If you're getting turned on, don't resist it. You don't have to resist it because in the qualifying stage, he might say something that turns you off. (laughs) Don't resist it because then you'll start being in your head. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds familiar, like. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Mm, not the resisting part or okay mm-hmm. agree I was conflicted like a few times where I went on beyond the greeting and I was in the relatedness phase I'm like ah, okay this turns yeah. me on but in the qualifying stage I'm like ah 
This is big. I cannot be okay with this. Gotcha. Yeah, and it was difficult because I think I told about one of uh, one of my guy friends I had a huge crush on, and he asked me out. So, in the relatedness phase, I'm hugely turned on by him because he is like brilliant, super smart. But in the That's qualifying stage, he said a few things. I'm like, no, no, this is not what I want. And that, those no's were the reasons why I said no to his asking me out. Or like, he asked me out on a date. He said, you want to get married? How many kids do you want? And after I qualified him, I'm like, nah, this is not the one. I can't do this with him. Yeah. You know, see, it's more a problem for women than it is for men. Men yeah. Men will be sitting around saying, gee, I wonder if I, can get, if I can have sex with her. I wonder if I can get laid. That's what the guy will be thinking. If I can have sex with her, would she give me a number? That's what he's thinking. You know what y'all thinking is, is this possibly my future husband? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not yet. <laughs> and you know, if it is, it's fine. But you gotta, you gotta like be here. You know, be in the present. Be you know, hello today. You know, like that. Today. I know. I would love to be in that space where I'm like, okay, I'll just think about right now and. Do I want to go out on a date with him or that's it? Or not even forget about the date. Just think about, okay, what's he saying? Do I like what he's saying or do I like how the interaction has been going on? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just be in a conversation. Just like, if something's going to happen, it's going to happen whether you try it or not. Mm. Otherwise, it ain't going to happen. See, what will naturally happen is y'all naturally either hit it off like each other and then have lots in common and then, you know, go out on dates and all of that, right? Or it won't because y'all ain't for each other. You don't have to try to make it happen. It's going to happen unless you sabotage it. Mm. I mean, think about it, right? You know, you meet somebody and you get along. You know, and then you meet other people and you don't get along. But it was already going. It, so it was already going to be that way before y'all met, because mm-hmm. of how you designed personality-wise, you know, experience-wise, education-wise, culture-wise, all of that, right? You know, training-wise, whatever, right? So, like me and you, we was going to get along wherever we met for the most part. We got mm-hmm. personality. We talk long enough. We'd be like, "Oh, I get you. Oh, yeah, I get you." Right? All of that, right? And so you're going to get along with people whether because you're already a match for each other in some way, shape, or form. So you don't have to make it happen. But it'd be good if you let it happen. But you don't have to worry about it because it's going to happen anyhow. Or it's not going to happen anyhow, no matter how much you try. Because there's some women. But I got to have him up. And he's the one. <laughs> no? You know? You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, you know, 
You don't have to force anything. This is just a place to chill out and relax. You want to work hard? Work hard later. You don't got to work hard now. Hmm. Yeah. This ain't yeah. the stage to work hard. What? This is not the stage where you work hard. This is the stage. Uh. This is the stage you be chilling out. I'll let you know when you got to work hard. Okay. Not not yet. Not yet. <laughs> so um. So yeah. So there's nothing to be nervous about because all you're doing is talking. Mm-hmm. You're listening for possibility if you're listening for anything. You know, you're, and if it's going well, it's going to be mental and emotional foreplay. That's what it's going to feel like. Y'all dancing mm-hmm. in the conversation. Yeah, you'll be dancing in the conversation. I'll feel like emotional, mental foreplay. You may not have ever had that term in your own mind, but you experienced that before, clearly. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. They, just have, they just don't have that as the terminology. So that's the stage. That's the purpose of the stage. We haven't even talked about what to do in this stage, but this is like who you need to be. This is just the part I'm telling you about. This. The purpose of the stage is to know how to maintain conversations and have fun doing it. That's it. So now um, you also what I'm also going to tell, I'm also going to tell you what to listen for and what kind of practices you want to have put out there. You're like, what practices do you want to use that will be skillful in this area? This is one of the reasons why uh, now I think you can even get a sense of why I know you've heard the term pickup artists, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and this is why this is why they're good because they know this stuff I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I met a few like oh my god, their lines were so good. Mm-hmm. I couldn't help but uh, respond to them in an affirmative way, I'm like, wow, that was, like, smooth. Yep. Hard to escape. (laughs) I got it. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm turning you you into the female version of that. Yeah, I would love that. (laughs) This is a lot of, this is what I teach you guys. This is part of what I, when I teach men about what women want from men but can't tell them, this is, this is one of the main things I teach them. This right here. Yeah. There was one There was one really good line I forgot and I got it. I'm like, oh, wow. (laughs) This is cool, but I forgot what the line was. You ever hear it again? Text it to me or something, all right? I want to know what the line is. (laughs) Yeah, but there are one or two good ones. Um, I was walking in a Best Buy and I was really tired and I was busy doing a lot of things. And one guy, he just smiles and he comes over to me. He has his car keys in his hand. And he's like, uh, hey, ma'am, what's the closest way to something? I'm like, uh, sorry, what, what was that question again? And he's like, what's the closest way to your heart? And I'm like, are you serious? You asked me that. I'm like, I'm not telling you. He's like, oh, are you taken? Sorry, have a good day. I'm like, oh, that was smooth. <laughs> yeah, because you know, y'all, y'all want a man in your heart. You want to touch hearts together. You know what I mean? So him to bring the word up is enough to. 
have stuff working, you know what I mean? So it's good. So <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So y'all just talking, you're just getting to know each other, you know, you're having conversations and you know, one of the things you're gonna be listening for is well I'll, you know what, actually you have to wait there for qualifying, so that's fine. So relatedness, you're just talking and having fun and communicating and you're seeing if this person is worth going further with in conversation if nothing else. You know, I mean, because if you have nothing in common, you all they all have anything you can, you know, commonly relate to. There's nothing else to talk about. But mm-hmm. it's not. But 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 you know, a lot of times people have lots of chemistry and the relationship still don't work. So you just want to know if it's, if you actually have the opportunity. I mean, you actually can get along with each other. If you can, you keep talking. You know. Mm-hmm. And then what? And then what? That should happen to be the next stage, but we ain't going there yet. So now. Now that you understand that the relatedness is just to look for, listen for possibility, just have fun talking, and um, if the things is working, it's going to escalate, um, you know, uh, mental and emotional foreplay. Once you understand that, then, you know, the next thing is um, the key distinction around relatedness, believe it or not, even though I said, you know, just bring nothing to it, the key distinction is recognizing and creating uh, sexual tension. Oh, it's about, it's about, yeah, I mean, listen, when you're in a dating situation, you want to see if this person is like, you got chemistry with him, uh-huh. but not like, but not like, not like, um, you're committed to having sex or sexual relation with him. You want to see if it's possible and how far can it go? How hot can it get? That's a distinction. That's not like that's what you have to do. But in order to fully t- take advantage of that section, you want to have the power to be able to inspire him to be wrapped around your finger or see if he has the power to do that to you, but see if there's that there. Because in the beginning, you're never going to know whether or not this person, you can live with this person. You're not going to know that for a few dates. Mm-hmm. But the things you can know is can y'all have good conversations and are y'all turned on by each other? And can you have fun mm-hmm. together? That's the stuff you can find out right away. Yeah. So you do what you can. You, you do what you can where you can. So, yeah, okay. you want to recognize is there any sexual tension? Well, maybe not even sexual, just chemistry. Yeah. Okay, by tension, you mean attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like... Like some kind of tease or yeah, like so when I say tension, yeah, what I mean is um um reaction um tension is tension is where action is at happening. That's because if I take a a, a a a rubber band and I pull it enough, there'll be tension because something's happening, some action happening. But if there's nothing happening, there's no tension. So activity, uh, possibility. What's the word you use? You, you said it. I might. I might have to listen to the recording again. But you said a word that was that I like better than tension. So what was the word you used? Uh, attraction. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with that. No, no. I said something else. Not tension. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Sorry. Right. I'll, I'll find it. I'll, I'll listen to it. And put it in because I'm gonna. It's better than what I said. So that's why I like it. You know. Um, <laughs> I'm not attached to being right. So, um, in the meantime, while you rec- recognize it and, and seeing, uh, you know, whether there's any real chemistry, mm-hmm. you know, a guy is going to want to try to enhance 
and escalate the sexual tension. You don't have to do that because he's going to do that on his own. But you still want to see if it's there. You still want to see if it's there. You have to get along. So here's what you want to do when you're in the relatedness section. There's two things you want to do. Well, there's three things. One is you want to know how to keep conversations going. Mm-hmm. Two, you want to know um, how to um, uh, what his what their love languages are. Because you'll be able to tell, if you understand what the love languages, you'll be able to tell how people express their love, whether they talk, touch, whatever. And Hold on. Um, are you going to send this in the email? Yes. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so the five love languages, right? Touch, communication, time spent, gifts, act of service. You, you'll get a sense of it. You know, that's one of the things you want to know. Um, uh, how to um, create tension, meaning, you know, the kind of body language you're going to be using when you're dealing with somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, body language, uh, watching how they react and respond, and also how to keep conversations going, good conversations going. Those are the three mm-hmm. things you're going to be dealing with in, in relatedness. You can ask them questions or let them ask you questions, but you're just trying to see can you get along before you start finding out is he worth investing in at the qualifying stage. What are the three things again? Um, keeping in engaging conversations. Yep. And then um, uh, body language. Second? Body language and? Right. And then uh, the, the the five love languages. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, okay. Yeah, those are the those are the three things you want to focus on, and then possibility will either show up or it won't. You can't mm-hmm. make it already there, right? So you want to uncover it, um, you know, and then see, you know, try to have yourself be as irresistible as possible to somebody you are attracted to, and if not, you know, hey, maybe we could just be friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys hate that, but you know, it's better than nothing, you know. Being friends. Uh, sometimes. Yeah, being friends. Okay. Not, it's not. It's not always better than nothing. Sometimes it's better than nothing than to have friendship with a chick. But uh, it depends on the woman. Because if she's a if she's a user and an abuser of your time and attention, it'd be better off not knowing it. You know. But you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about that. We do. You don't got to worry about that. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, in the meantime, uh, so when it comes to um, uh, creating. Tension, creating that that sexual attraction. Mm-hmm. You you want to. There's a couple of things you want to notice. You want to notice their conversational style. What I mean by that is, do they talk fast or slow? Do they, um, you know, talk slang or any more uh, pro- professional speaking? Um, you know, you want to ask. You know, those type of. You want to you want to listen for those type of things. You want to listen for. Um, you know, do they do they have any kind of glitches or any particular jargon that they use? Um, you want to see what they, you know, how they actually speak. Um, and I'll tell you why in a minute. You also want to know about their conversational style. Are they to the kind of get to the point? Are they the type to tell stories? Are they the type to ask questions? Are they the silent type? They want to just sit there and listen to you and be like nodding their head. Hmm, sounds interesting. One of those, right? So you want to see, you want to observe their conversational style. 
if you like them, what will end up happening is, um, you know, you both will listen to each other a lot. But what will end up happening is you will naturally start mirroring each other's body language. Mm. With a guy that you feel attracted to, that you can tell is attracted to you, unconsciously you all will start doing the same things with your body, holding your hands the same way, you know, your legs facing a certain way, and your upper body will actually start facing each other. It'll be interesting. Mm. So you want to watch how his body language is in relationship to yours. You don't have to copy his or mirror his unless you want to get his attention. Then you could do that. You know, you don't have to be obvious about it, but you could mirror it. But what will happen is naturally you will naturally be mirroring his body language or his be mirroring yours. And mm-hmm. if and here's what I want to here's what I'm going to give you a hint. I, I don't think I've ever told a woman this one before, so you feel feel blessed with this one, right? So mm-hmm. if y'all are mirroring each other, and you want to know whether or not this guy is really into you or not, and mm-hmm. he's attracted to you, you should break the mirroring with one or two actions and see if he if he mirrors you rather than the other way around. Rather than him, you mean yeah, he so, breaks the mirror as well? Yeah, he no, he will go. If if let's say y'all you know swinging, you got your legs crossed and your legs are like, you know, pointing at each other, for example, and mm-hmm. you're sitting there and you've got your left elbow on the bar and he's got his he's facing you and his right elbow is on the bar, right? So y'all are mirroring each other, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. You, if you break the mirror, like you do something that he's not doing, and he does what you just did, even though he had not been doing it before, you know he's completely into you. Hmm. Right. So if you find yourself mirroring with this guy, like mm-hmm. y'all are doing the same body language, and then you do something that's not anything you've been doing, you know, I don't know if it's like straighten out your blouse or something like that. Um, you know, if let's say you've got your bar. Let's say you got the, you've got the drink on the bar, and you both mm-hmm. you got your drink on the bar, you're both talking. Mm-hmm. And then you pick up your drink, take a sip, and then hold it rather than put it down. See if he don't do that in less than a minute. Like he, he would also take a sip and hold it instead of putting it down. Right. Okay. If he's interested in you, he'll just do it. He just can't help it. It's, it's body language. It's <laughs> like it's it's neuro linguistic programming. You can't help it. If he's interested. <laughs> okay. So that's how you can tell whether somebody's actually into you. You don't gotta question it. Don't overthink it. Watching if you guys' body language is doing the same thing, and just to be sure, and it's not you following him instead of him following you. You do something to see if he follows what you're doing body language-wise. Hmm. And if he does, you know, you got him. Now, now the question is what do you want to do with him? <laughs> Make sense? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It does. Great. So that's, that's body language. And, 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 and it could be in your speaking style, too, but I wouldn't worry about that too much. You just want to – if you're interested in a guy, you'll find yourself either speaking his way or he'll try to start speaking your way, not intentionally – but 
unconsciously. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, so, so that's about the, uh, the, the creating and recognizing there's some attraction there. I have seen that in a couple of friends of mine. Mm-hmm. I met them at a party last year, and I saw that both of them were so much mirroring each other's actions, their way of speaking. I'm like, wow. Mm. It's like the wife is the female version of him. He's the male version of her. I'm like, huh. They don't even know they're doing it. They're just happy that they get along so well. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Okay. Next, conversations. That was by mm-hmm. conversations. Um, so there's a couple of things. How you do, how you keep a conversation going is by asking questions, but you got to ask a certain type of questions. So a certain type of question would be um, me and you talking. Let's practice. I'm going I'm to practice it and then with you right now, and then uh, I will tell you what I just did. And you may be able to hear it, but I just want to, do it before I tell you. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hi, how you doing? I'm good, Hi, Jenny. Oh. How are you? Good, good, good. Great to see you here. You know, I, I got to tell you, um, I love that dress. Where did you get that dress from? Macy's. Really? You you, you shop at Macy's a lot? Uh, not often. Uh, Macy's and stores around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, you know, I thought Macy's was so, um, you know, um, uh, how do I call it, general, that you know they look like a dress that's more specific that somebody's got a specific type of taste. Is that is that did I did I catch that right with you, or or am I, you know, you more like a regular, you know, buy stuff, you know, at the general kind of stores and focus on special special stuff in other areas? Because I, I get you as like somebody with unique flavor. I mean, is that right, or am I right? Yeah, I do. And, well, if you look at the fourth floor of Macy's, they have a special section. So you could go there. Are you looking to find some dress for somebody? No, no. I was checking out your dress, and I'm trying to understand your style. So now what I just learned about you is that you're a specialist, and you know how to find special stuff in anywhere, huh? Yeah, I got, I got it from my mom, I believe. Oh, wow. How'd she teach you that? Um, she used to take me with her to shopping when I was a kid mm-hmm. uh, to get her clothes, mine, my sister's. Mm-hmm. And she has a really good taste in finding good styles at reasonable prices and I would thank her for taking me and teaching me how to pick and she's always straight with me if I bring something not so great home like she would say I don't like that color or maybe you should try something else I learned a lot from her yeah, I can tell, including being smart and being, uh, you know, somebody who's committed to excellence. That's that's amazing. So I'm going to stop it right here. Okay. So, did, you, did you notice what was going on in that conversation? Yeah, you're hitting on me. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> what else was I doing? 
you were making a lot of conversation. Yeah, but but what else was I doing? Uh, you were appreciating me. Uh yeah, and what else was I doing? Um, okay, this to me occurred like a regular conversation. A boy comes to me, he talks to me, and I'm like, oh, I don't know you so much, but why do you ask me so many questions? <laughs> so, yeah, I was asking a lot of questions. Yeah. Right? But what and you were drawing? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And you are drawing conclusions like, oh, so you learned this from your mom. Oh, so you are a specialist. And, oh, okay, you are a smart person, committed to excellence. I'm like, why? And, yeah, I remember a lot of men did that, including my ex when we went on the first few dates. And I was like, why are you trying to draw conclusions out of what I say or what I do? Got it. Ooh. So we were not. I was not trying to draw conclusions. Okay. What I what I was doing was asking questions, and I was listening for the key statement in your statement, so I could use it to ask the next question and keep the conversation going. Hmm. Okay, that was also kind of obvious. Yeah. So that's how you could do, guys. Now, granted, I'm doing it obvious. It's being recorded. You can listen to it later. But, you know, I was trying to find out what was important to you, so I was asking you questions based on what I heard, what it sounded like was important to you, so you could say more about it. The conversation mm-hmm. was really about you, not about me. Yeah, 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 true. Right? So I kept saying, you kept saying stuff, and I would, I would go in with the, with the big thing in the statement you said, turn it into a question, so, you could, so I could continue the conversation, whichever way you wanted to go to the conversation. And that's how you that's how you escalate conversations. That's how you keep them going. You don't do it as obvious as I did. I was doing it pretty obvious because you know I want you to see how it's done. But yeah. you know you want but you want to hear what he said, and then ask him some you know get a, find a way to get him to expand on it, especially if he's somebody that's kind of shy and he kind of likes you, but he's scared to get rejected for whatever reason. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, a guy will be shy. You'll like him and he'll like you, but he won't know how to, you know, make it happen. So if you can encourage him by asking him questions, then all of a sudden he gets brave and now he starts acting like a guy again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, but imagine yeah. doing, you know, in any situation you could use that skill. By yeah. taking the key statement out of the sentence that just got said, and then ask him a question, and then see where they take that. Okay. Yeah. And now, it'll be easy for you to do that with guys, because guys like to talk about themselves. Do you know why? Mm, Why? Well, guys like to talk about themselves on a date because they don't know what you like, so they're hoping that they will say something that you'll be so impressed with that you you want to keep them around. So so they'll throw out stuff like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was doing this. They'll throw out all their wins, all the things they're proud of until you they say something. You're like, oh, my God, that was so amazing. Mm-hmm. They're, waiting, they're waiting to see what they can say or do that will have you think that they're amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's not like you're going to tell them. <laughs> you know, I really look at somebody who's amazing at this. You might say that, but odds are, even if you said it, it ain't going to land right. You know, but, but the shiny look in your eyes by being amazed, that, that works every time. <laughs> and we can't fake it. It just happens. I know. You don't even know it's happening, and you can't fake it, right? Yes. It's like you can't fake being scared. You're just scared, you know? Like, there's no faking scared. I mean, you could fake it scared if you're an actor in a movie, but the scenery helps you. But other than that, nah, y'all can't help it. You'd be like, oh! Your heart flutters. The energy sprouts from your solar plexus throughout the rest of your body, and your eyes are like, you can't take your eyes off of him, and you almost can't even talk either, except for yay, cheer, and whatever, right? <laughs> then, and then if he's the right guy... All of a sudden, you know, that, that solar plexus energy that hit you and went all through your body and had your eyes go open, all of a sudden, you start getting a little moist down there, too, right? And so, next thing you know, if he's the guy for you and he comes home and, and that happens, y'all have a sex. <laughs> Unless he don't know it and he don't do nothing about it, just uh, y'all have a sex. It would be good, you know? So, um, yeah. I would, love to have, I would love to have this amazing guy in my life. We keep talking about him, and I wonder why I haven't met him yet. Well, don't worry. He's showing up because you keep you're so committed to it. He's showing up. If somebody okay. was born just for you, somebody was born just for you. Don't worry about it. You get it. Okay. So, so um, yeah. So how you keep the conversations going is by asking questions or adding on to what they said. Mm. So, have you ever been to an improvisational comedy uh, kit skit or comedy club where they do improv? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, so improv is they always say yes and. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like it's like you know I saw a pterodactyl uh, riding on a, on an elephant um, last week, uh, but the, but the pterodactyl was pink and the elephant was orange, and even you know if you do an improvisation, yeah, that's because you know the the um, the the, uh, the elephant is uh, you know is a is a Florida Seminoles fan, so he had to have on his orange uniform, right, or something like that, right. Instead of like, get the hell out of here, you say something else that's more ridiculous or equally ridiculous than the other thing, and it's always yes and. Yeah. So you want to be an improvisationalist in your speaking as in, your, in the space of relatedness, creating relatedness. You know, this frog, you know, two frogs came into a restaurant. Yeah, and, um, you know, they ate it, they wanted some popcorn, but... Um, you know, they just couldn't rivet. I don't know. <laughs> um, they wanted to order. They, they had a popcorn because they wanted to order, uh, um, you know, pork, but they just couldn't rivet. They didn't like rivets, something like that. I'm, I'm just making it up. You know what I mean? But like, the more ridiculous somebody says, especially if they're trying to be funny, the more ridiculous you want to add to it. So now you're sharing with each other how funny you are, or something. You know what I mean? But you don't mm-hmm. want to shut down. You don't want to shut down conversations because the first time you shut down the conversation is probably the last time you're going to shut down the conversation. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to ever do this, but it's good to know how. The improvisation. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, and since guys have a tendency to talk without asking you any questions. 
you can ask him questions to get him to talk more because he's hoping that he says something that you like because he don't know what you like, and asking you questions ain't going to help him. He already knows that. Even if he don't know it, he knows it. But now what you want to do is ask him questions so that you can get him to ask you questions. Like you want to, if you want to be in the conversation, then mm-hmm. you, have to, you have to inject yourself into the conversation. Hmm. Which, and he's fine with that. God be fine like that, you know. Oh, she's standing up for herself or whatever he's thinking, you know. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that. And then how you communicate is uh, you want to be either straight, authentic, you know, like straight, right? Um, you also, but you want to. I think the biggest thing you want to bring is charm. You want to be charming mm. when you're in that stage, especially with somebody you like. You don't like them, United Rules. You know, you, you probably shouldn't be charming. <laughs> you probably should not be charming if you're not really into them, right? But um, okay, but you can be, give me you can, give me an example of charm because how? it could be it could be flirtiness. It could be um, being extra feminine, hmm. but God, to a guy, that's charm, charming. You know, you watch a kid be so authentically a kid. Another way of saying charming is adorable, but charming is a little bit more, a little bit more romantic, but it's still adorable. Hmm. Charming is charming is like I can't resist what you just said. It's charming is a combination of like adorable, persuasive, mm-hmm. sexy. How do I know what's adorable, sexy to him? You don't know. You just do the best you can. Yeah. I just I just made that up too. Adorable, <laughs> persuasive, and sexy. And and that's 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 charm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. people say, oh, my God, you are so cute. I'm like, I was not trying to be cute. That was definitely <laughs> not my intention. But I see this guy is turned on. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you, you you have an element of adorableness to you for ah. sure. You Thank know, you. like, yeah, you, you, you do. You've got this. And see, for you, there's a level of naivete, like, People can see that there's some stuff you just don't know. And you almost it's almost like you don't even care that you don't know. It's like how it occurs to other people. See, because nobody, you don't have to worry about that, right, because nobody knows everything. There's some people that's really, really smart, but nobody knows everything. And so um, what else do I want to say about that? Um, if you're, like, dogs are naive completely, right? But they're charming. They're adorable. So, for example, how a dog is going to be charming is a dog will be, like, waving his tail, smiling at you, rubbing his head on you, hoping that you feed him. Because he's trying mm-hmm. to persuade you as well as, you know, let you know how much he likes and loves you, you know? Dogs are, like, charming kind of like that. They, they got Babies are charming like that. Oh, mommy, come here, mommy. I love you. I love you. I love you. Boy, can we shall have something to eat? Can I have some of that, too? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right? It's a charm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now you want to be more sophisticated than a baby or a dog. 
But it's the same thing. It really is. It's adorable, persuasive, and sexy. Because when you're being charming, if you're not trying to accomplish something, I don't know if I can call it charming, but I can call it adorable for sure, or cute. Cute, adorable to me, same thing. I don't know what other people think, but to me, it's the same thing. That was so cute. That was so adorable. Same thing. But but uh, charming is about, to some degree, producing results. Charm is a skill set that will produce results. <laughs> you know, mm. Charm More like results. enrolling or smooth. Yes. Yes. That they can't it's, help it. Right, right. That's why I say it's part persuasion, it's part adorable, and it's part sexy. Hmm. And a man will be like, like he just got hypnotized. <laughs> you know, and when a guy is charming, she's hypnotized. Charm hypnotizes. Yeah, you have to learn, okay. You're going to you're gonna have to learn charm. Charms makes them say, take me to your leader. I will come, I will follow your leader. Like, that's charm. That's what charm will do. Okay. Well, that's what it can do. I can't guarantee it will do it, but but when charm is working, that's how well it works. Hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, that's what people go to charm school, but they, they, they consider it, uh, back in the day when they called it charm school, it was really etiquette. But, um, Charm school, forget about charm school. Just just be charming with it. Don't worry about it. And, you know, okay. you'll see it because you'll see women, when they are able to persuade their men to do something, watch how women enroll and persuade their man to do stuff. So. There'll be a certain mm-hmm. way. He'll be like, he'll be like mesmerized. Okay, honey, let me go ahead. You know what I mean? So watch. Mm-hmm. That's what it, yeah, you'll see because you've already been learning from watching, so keep watching. Watch for that. Okay. All right. So um, let's see here. You also want to pay attention to whatever possibilities pop up wherever y'all are, wherever you have relatedness. Hmm. You want to pay attention to. So, um, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's mouthful, but that's pretty much, you know, the stage um, of relatedness. It's just having conversations and seeing, you know, the possibility of being with this person in it, but not like it's pre-qualified. Can I get along with them first? Next mm-hmm. is qualification, which is are they worth me spending my time on and with? Mm-hmm. So, makes sense? Yeah. Awesome. All right. So, um, Let's see here. Do I want to go into do I want to go into qualifying directly? Hmm. Let me let me hold on one second. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's a guy I definitely want to talk to, but I'll talk to him when I finish with you, so um, qualifying, we're going to go 
more deeply into it. I'm not gonna. I was thinking maybe I want to start right now, but we 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 start. We're gonna end this one a little early. This will be a little on the shorter side, which is good. Um, and next session, what I'm gonna try to do is I'm gonna try to put qualifying and presenting together at the same time. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can squeeze them both in at the same time and you know speed up the process. Because after we go through the stages, I still got more stuff to go with you over over you. Um, closing will be pretty, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, it'll be great. And then um, we're going to talk about, after we go through the stages, we're going to talk about the the uh, five aspects of a great date, like how to have dates that work, you know. So, uh, anyhow, so that's all I got for now. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you sooner because I want to also be mentally and emotionally prepared for tonight's call. I was actually thinking about... Um, how do I say? Um, uh, trying to sell an event, I will mention an event, but I'm not going to try to sell it. I was realizing I probably should just send people to my my website page. Better listen to the recordings, and um, and then if they want to like hire me, something like that, we can talk offline. So um, I've had a couple of people asking me once in a while, but. I'm just going to have that be a free call. I'll tell them about some of the things I have. I'll say, listen, you should go to my website and, and do it like that. I'm just, this is a, this is, it's, it's more than just a soft sell. It's like a, almost like a non-sell. I'm just doing it as a service to, um, you know, the people that, that um, reacted and responded to one of the posts that I put up about overthinking. And so this is my the opportunity and my gift to them to, to take care of them. So um, it's like that. So. All right, so anyhow, that's all I got. Anything uh, you want to say to be complete? Uh, I I see that I have done all those stages of uh, relatedness and having conversations and also having signs of body language when I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And what I missed out was I didn't know his love language. I didn't know mine. I was miserable over there. Mm. And uh, um, I I think we both kept it going initially. Like we were trying to know each other. And we both had some kind of physical chemistry or attraction between both of us so it was clicking so naturally and I'm waiting for that and more of that to happen and that's when I get frustrated I'm like god that was so good and that ended and how do I find something like that again Mm -hmm. yeah I totally got that one boy trouble that's that's tough to deal with you know like it's like it's like getting 100 on your first test or you know your first basketball game you go like eight for eight you hit all eight of the shots and then you go back to the rest of your career and you know it's like wait a minute it's supposed to be like that all the time not necessarily you know yeah and one of the reasons when i haven't been on dates or i am not dating anyone right now it's like god my previous relationship was 
great. I'm not even finding anything close to that. This is a waste of my time, so why be there? Mm. And I get your coaching that I could just be there and learn from people. So I take on that and, yeah, it will happen again yep. soon. Yep, it will. You'll be like, Tony, oh my God, oh my God, Tony, Tony, oh my God, oh my God, Tony. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, silly, I don't care. So anyhow, so that's all I got. Feel free to contact me any day. Uh, I'll probably send your, 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 your recapping book out tomorrow. Um, no way I'm doing that tonight, so just letting you know. Okay. Yeah, and as I informed you earlier, I will be joining late, 7.30. Yes, yeah, yeah. And how long is your call? Uh, I'm gonna. I said I'll end at 8.30. I'm going to be trying to end it sooner than that because I forgot I had an 8 o'clock call Thursday. Oh, my God. So I already told the guy who's leading that call, you know, that I'll be uh, that I'll be getting on late, even if it's like eight seven eight twenty eight. But um, yeah, I'm not trying to have this call be all day. I ain't trying to sell nobody on nothing. I mean, I I want people to buy stuff, but I ain't trying to like you know lose my mind. Come on, you should buy. I'm not trying to do the landmark form introduction, you know. So, uh, it's really being of service more than anything. So uh, that's what's up. Okay, so if it's not possible, I listen to the recording. Can you send me that if I'm not yeah, able to totally. join? Totally. Okay. No problem. No problem. Okay. All right. All right, my dear. Talk Thank to you, you later. so much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.